Now I'm a podcast star and I could not do much cool because we only have a few listeners. What's up, guys? Hey, everybody. We back. How's everybody? Hey, doing good, man. Yeah. Pretty chilling. Not doing too much. Working still. Enjoyed the weekend. How was you guys this weekend? I went golfing a little bit. You did? Yeah. Where? The Welk. I did absolutely horrendous. Dang. It's open. Did they let you use a cart or not? Yeah. Used the cart. Dope. Um, they're pretty strict about it. I had to get my temperature before I walked really? into the thing. So that was like, they're doing their thing. Yeah. Doing all right, I felt. <clears throat> But yeah, I went with Brandon and Dylan and uh, uh, Trout. Had a blast. I did terrible. I'm not even gonna tell you what I scored, mm. but just know it was bad. And you were on the executive, like the four par four. Yeah, and three? of course. Yeah. All right, for sure. Still had a blast though. Nah, that's dope. That was yesterday. Yeah, that was uh yeah yesterday. It was pretty fun though. Went at two thirty, so it was like the hottest part of the day. So oh, I was Lord. exhausted after. It was today, hot today was a hot day too. Like, it was. Yeah, I I feel like the last couple of weeks have been pretty good, but today and yesterday have been really hitting hard for some reason. Yeah. So you had Gabby's birthday this weekend, right? Yeah. Week, I, Gabby's birth. I know Gabby's birthday month. <laughs> Love you, Gabs. like it was May first. I remember it was May first. Her birthday's on the fourteenth, and she's like, "Babe, so what are we doing this month? Like, it's my birthday month. month." I was like, "Are you kidding? Grow that up! Is, I should know by almost year four of dating her, but she's extra, and we all know that. But yeah, no, it was really fun. Thursday, I uh, had dinner with her mom. Yesterday, so Saturday, we did like a little drive by, um, just honk at her, and she had a sign that said "Honk if you." Like, what did it say? You're horny. I didn't read it. It said honk. <laughs> I just was there. <laughs> you, no, no. It said, it, said, it said you honk and I drink. Oh. So then we gave her some oh, champagne. Yeah. Olivia made that sign. Shout out Olivia. So that was dope. Shout um, out. And uh, yeah, man, just drank it up. And then here we are today. Crazy. What about you, Travis? What I do? I, I'm the only one here. <clears throat> me in front of the last two unemployed ones. So we're uh, just hanging on. <laughs> hey, but hey, I'm still waiting on my back pay for my unemployment. Like golfing is an expensive, but also like fun Dude, hobby to get. Cheap, bro. No, but like I want to. I could you know spend a little money with this unemployment and get some clubs. You know, and I then, have you know, some clubs. Go, get no, some but clubs. my height. Yeah, that's true. I'm. I feel like I'm a large person. Have you never golfed before like that? Don't I've golfed some. like four or five times, but with Daniel's the one that got me into golfing. As a matter, yeah. Of fact. But what if you like hate it though, Travis? And you just because like. I'm not. A, a lot of clubs are expensive, and you're freaking big, bro. So they're gonna be like customized for sure. Okay, but listen, tell me, you could rent some. Every golfing time. is fun. Like I love mini golfing, and then it's just gonna suck. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> it's not a and it's dude. just gonna suck. <laughs> golfing is gonna suck while I suck. You know what everyone says you know about I mean? golfing. You know why you like it anyway? I want to tell you. I feel like I'd be good to go drinking in the middle True. of the day. Bro. Yeah, That's for what sure. It is. And, I, and even when you go in the morning, so it's yeah, just it's like, like, I'll literally be drunk. 11 a.m. if I go golfing. Yeah, oh, yeah. It okay. could be 8 a.m. But here, here's how I know I love golf. <clears throat> Number one, I'm a morning person. I love morning air. Yeah, I love not all of them are morning. I, I get it, but like but if I, I were to go, golf, I'd yeah, go at like 6.37 in the morning. I would go early. Yeah. I love the morning. Yeah. The reason number two I would love golf is because I like basically all sports, at least playing them. I love playing yeah. volleyball. I played hockey. I will die. I'll, I will put my flag on this hill till the day I die. I played every sport. Hockey is the funnest sport I've ever played over anything. I bet. I remember like going golfing with my dad when I was grown. Like I played a little when I was young, like middle school or maybe elementary school. And then it was kind of messing with my baseball swing. So he shut that down real quick. He's like, no, you're good on that. No more golfing. And then I think I graduated college and I started trying to golf with him a little bit more. And I was horrible. Like the first 10 times I went, I remember 
getting like very minimal joy out of it. And then I like I peered one once or twice in a, in an eighteen round, you know, uh, round. And I'm like, man, that was a lot of fun. Just to like hit one solid See, is good, and it will keep you going for holes on holes. That's what I'm and saying. You can be bad that because it's a, it's of how a, I did. Okay, my bad. <clears throat> in the first, okay, just to test of how bad I did. In the first three holes, so very frustrating. The first three holes on a par three. This course, was yesterday. This was yesterday. Yeah. I had a score of 19 after three holes. Oh, no. That means I went six, seven, and six. That's a triple, quadruple, and another triple bo- or bogey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely horrendous. Um, but I, even in that, like I had a couple chips that were fire nice. and then like, I, you know, after that I was like, I had a, I had a bogey, a double bogey and another bogey. So I played much better the second yeah. th- uh, set of three yeah. and I was like, oh, this is wonderful. I love this game. See, like if you're like below average, like odds are on one hole, you probably had one good shot and that's just enough to get you through to the next hole. Next hole, maybe you get one and you're just always like. I wonder if I can put all three shots together and to make one good <laughs> hole. That's like your thought process, right, Aaron? Absolutely. It's like, let me get a sick drive, a good chip, onto the green, and a nice putt, and not three putt it, you know? Because that's frustrating, too. You could drive it well, chip it well, and then you three, four putt on the green, and you're like, what the hell was the That was the, the best point? way to put it, because I had Literally. a couple of those <clears throat> games. Like, I had a, I had one. I had a couple, <clears throat> uh, like, two this happened. Like, I, I hit onto the green maybe like four times the whole 18, mm-hmm. which hit onto the green at this course, you should be doing that almost, like... Probably 14 out of 18 times you should. But still, sometimes their greens are a little fast too, though. So but I regardless, I hit it onto the green a couple times, but then like I three-putted. Yeah, and it was just sucks, like, oh bro. my God. I hate it. A, and then another times I'm like, I'll shank it pretty far, but then I have a wonderful second shot. Mm-hmm. And it's like dope. And then I also will land into the beach and I'm freaking in the sand for three shots. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I no longer like this game. See, it's... Oh. It's Go ahead, a, Trev. I was going to say, you know, I was looking at my backyard, and you guys know how I have that big-ass hill doing that. Yeah. Your backyard would be perfect for a lot That's of sports. That's what I'm saying. But, like, I was thinking if I were to, like, just spend, like, a bunch of money, like, not a bunch of money, but get, like, a bunch of golf balls and just win them board, drive them out there, and then go pick them up later. Bro, no, even no, if no, you no, made, no. like, you should a... just get a net. A net? That would be a good oh, idea, too. A net, and a then maybe, net. like... A, a nice little green that's like you know yeah, 15 yeah. yards by 15 and you could have like a little bit of rough and chip on it seems thing. like something i could obsess over and enjoy oh, you dude. know what i mean also like I, this could be it's so fun like horseshoes, horseshoes would be or cornhole i need cornhole cornhole's cheap you can get that oh yeah you, you could no, have but some like, like dope I, like travis has a huge yard you could have some good parties back there for sure we have yet to do that that's unfortunate we like should, a real huh? one. Yeah, we should. When quarantine's all said and done, yeah, which because we're we don't much closer that, to. No, there's going to be around two and three of this shit. Dude. I know. I yeah, but <laughs> summer is going to die down. What's your guys' time. thoughts? Are you getting a little bit over it? Because I am. Everyone, you have to be over so it. over it. But dude, it's bit. not over it. That's the thing. It's going to be there for years to come. We're going to have, there's going to be a second, third, and fourth wave. They're going <clears> to be some, I, in a way, worse than the first. And everybody's trying to be negligent of it, but it's, it's coming anyway. You know what yeah. I think? I think that. The amount of technology and health advancements that we've like accomplished through the last twenty years in the medical field, I think that they have ways to get rid of this. But I think that they're trying to find ways to profit off. Always, it. always, just like cancer, or, or, just like all the stuff. They're gonna find ways to profit off it, and I think this is gonna go on until they can find a way to truly benefit off it financially. And then once they do, that's when things will start to. It could be profit. Well, okay, we're gonna let that right. We're gonna. Yeah, go on to the next. There's thing, my man. negative take. Okay. Let's go on to yes. more positive. Let's get stuff. out of all that. So, uh, unfortunately, Daniel is the black sheep in a way that he right. didn't watch the Jordan doc this week. Um, my I did. Or... I did. I did watch nine and ten, dude, and it was phenomenal, Travis. We, um, I didn't watch it with you, but you watched it. I loved it. 
Um, they bounce around a lot. I mentioned that before. It's like the timeline on the Jordan docs has been crazy the I know, entire it's, time. It's hard to keep up. But it's also, I felt in a way, and they felt the same way, obviously, necessary. It's like, just because I showed you this, like, cause I also was like, because I showed you this, I'm going to let you know what happened. And also, like, be, this happened, run it back to actually what happened and the mm-hmm. reason that he's saying this. Yeah. So in a way, it was necessary. <clears throat> yeah, it was really cool because what they kind of were doing, like, the focus was supposed to be on the final season with the Bulls. But what they did it was what they're jumping around for those of you who haven't seen it. They started with ninety one season, or you know what they started with of why it had such a climax. Okay, That's no, but idea. not even that. They started with the eighty four Michael yeah. Jordan because I mean I, I I love this doc. Michael Jordan's the greatest, but this isn't a Bulls documentary. This is a Michael Jordan documentary. They started with the eighty four season. They kind of like first couple of episodes. They would introduce Michael. They'd introduce Scotty the next, and then Dennis had his episodes that were fun. But they would always bounce back to the start of that eighty or that ninety eight season, the final season. So they would do a lot of skipping. They go to the 91 finals, to the 98, to the 92 finals. So I disagree that it's a Michael Jordan documentary. You don't think so? It's, a, it's about the last dance. I mean, like they, I think they did it right. There's, like you just said, you literally just said it. There's a Dennis Rodman episode. There was a Rod, you know what I mean? There's a Scottie Pippen episode. There's a way in a Steve Kerr part. It's like, so it's like, yeah, of course it was to make MJ look good. If that's what you're arguing, yes. No. I think like they didn't go like extremely exactly. in depth with they gave Andy, him, like Dennis or or Scott. They gave him a time like try to make it their episode, but there was still more Michael Jordan highlights it, than theirs. It was weird. You know yeah, I mean? like every time like they're like, for example, uh, I think it was last week. Yeah, it was. When they're like, oh, we're going to get a lot of Kobe in this next episode. He was in there for like three minutes. And the only thing he said was, you get no Kobe if you get my, if you don't have Michael. And that was it. So like... What like, are we that talking wasn't a Kobe about? Kobe Bryant episode. That like, was what are we minutes. talking about? That's, that's Kobe gassing up Michael, rightfully so, sure. But like, I don't know. They could have gone more in depth with more of the Bulls players. I'm not saying Kobe, but more of the Bulls players. I agree For because me. I thought it was really interesting. Obviously, Dennis Rodman is an incredible personality, right? Mm. Scottie Pippen had so much like ups and downs throughout his career. Like, and especially oh, sorry, with the just Bulls. To interrupt the Rodman thing is from this episode. Isn't it wild? You, okay. I'm sorry to ruin Fill this. Tell me, no, it's all good. You know, Rodman went on to WWC or WFC, yeah. but WWE. Yeah, but wrestling, pro wrestling, yeah. at the time. right? Do you know <laughs> when that like, with Hulk Hogan? Do you know when that was? Mm-mm. It was after Game Three of that the NBA Finals that in 1998. That he had practice the next day, and he did not show up because he was at. That's crazy. Yeah, nobody he knew flew. where he was, and then he like, was, yeah, we have no idea where he's at. And, and then, then he just like showed that up on wrestling that night on live. That's where he was at. I was like, "That's nuts." You're fucking lying. And then came in and had a wonderful performance the next game. Do you think that? I think Dennis is just the type that some people wind down by, you know, maybe watching a show or just like going home and taking a nap. But he has to do different things to wind down. Like his winding down is, let me go put my focus in something else. That's winding down. A lot of people like to juggle a lot of different balls. Somebody likes their one job and they escape into video games, whatever it is. Dennis was just, let me go hit something else really hard and then I can come put my full energy in that. He had to have a busy mind. He just had to always be occupied. Does that make sense? It makes sense. But you know know what that made me think of, which was another part of this documentary that I really liked and about Michael Jordan that I really, really appreciate? They kind of really dove in and they were talking about Michael. They said the number one thing about Michael that made him so much different, it was the fact that he was always present. He was always in in the moment. He wasn't worried about what he did last year. He didn't worry about like Mm. a future shot that was going to come up. Every second of his life, he was living in that second. He was there. 
Yeah. That's why he was so engaged with fans because it wasn't like, all right, I got to get by you to get to my thing. It was just like, oh, hey, dude, you know, I'd dap him up and he'd like goof off with a guy Super driving valid. the tram inside the stadium. Because wherever he was at, he made that moment where he was. He mm. never lived anywhere else in life. And that's not just that good is, for basketball. I feel like that's good for everyday life. I feel like that's really, you want to have a plan. You want to have, you know, a future stuff you're going for and goals and stuff like that. But it's never a bad thing to live in the moment as fully as you can. And I think that's how you live a truly great life. I, f- I feel that. Like he's just proactive about every obstacle that was in his face you know for example the detroit pistons body him around he's like cool i know what i gotta do i gotta lift weights my whole team's gonna put in extra work in the summer and we're gonna get after it you know it's not dwelling it's just like i have a proactive plan and we're not gonna be hemming and hawing about what we could have done we're just gonna go execute you know and that's that's like a lot of people cannot do that, but that's a sign of greatness for sure. I definitely agree with that. I feel like a lot of people look <clears throat> at their plans and like worry about eight steps down the road. Like That's going to be tough when I get there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, I got to lift weights, so I'm going to lift weights. And then today, I'm shooting my jumper. Tomorrow morning, wake up. Oh, time to go lift weights. Like I'm, all, I'm in the moment. I'm not mm. worried about what's going to happen eight months from now or a missed shot that's going to happen at the end of next game or something. Like I'm not worried about that. I'm right here right now and that's what I'm doing. And yeah. they're attesting to like that was part of his greatness. You know what I mean? Like that's why like and I was me and Travis kind of mentioned this before we got on the pod, but like, you know, like, you know, always there's that debate who's the greatest and but like my greatest is Kobe. You know what I mean? But like can I appreciate like what someone else's greatest is and the reasons why? Yes. And like when uh Jordan was good and amazing, went through his run, six championships and you know, 18 or eight years. And he, who knows if he didn't go into baseball, if it wasn't eight in a row, but, uh, I think so. Oh, I absolutely think so too. I absolutely think they could have gone to seven. That was also part of it. But, um, just that point, like they, they were basketball is only in 32 countries after like from 84 after that is after 98. I think it was 212, right? Yes. 212. Yeah. Are you shitting me? That's 180. They literally grown into global. So it's like, not not a knock on LeBron because it, it was just because you were born. It in was a, a timetable. It was yeah. just a time. You had no control of. No one does. And so it's not a knock on LeBron. It's not a praise for Jordan. But it was like Jordan was the perfect persona for that because he didn't speak. Like he said that he didn't speak out on shit. He was like, listen, I just do what Republicans I do. Republicans buy sneakers like, too. And I'm the greatest. I'm just the greatest. And I'm gonna. I'm bigger than life. And I'm a god. Literally, he he told Reggie. He's like, I'm black Jesus. Yeah. He literally Reggie's like I have never referred to him anything else ever since he said that to me. So like that's how he was to that's everyone legit. in a way and it yeah. made in a way into a basketball. So like that's why he will always be known as the greatest just because of the what he did in its sense to basketball has no comparison in my mm. opinion. I got something that I I saw like on Twitter or something. It was like Bleacher Report NBA and they were talking about the most influential basketball players in the last 30 years. So like, let's talk, take it from the nineties till right now. And they had a, you know, they had like five guys on there, but I'm curious to hear who your guys is most influential. So like they had a hand in really changing the game because three people really stick out in my mind, but I want to hear your guys first. Me. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think the number one most influential player obviously is Michael Jordan. I think because of the timetable and stuff like that. My number two, I do as much. I do think LeBron is, a greater basketball player than my hero, Kobe Bryant. But I think Kobe Bryant had a better impact than LeBron. I think Kobe, as far as his impact on what he did and who he was in that Mamba mentality, I think that was greater than what LeBron has brought. Mm. And it felt like it was like Jordan left. Now what do we got? And like, they were looking for someone. They're always looking for someone. And And they got it. And they got it in Kobe. Hold on. My number three. Okay. Steph Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry changed the game. He changed the game more than Kobe Bryant did more than LeBron James did. 
Even mm-hmm. honestly, uh, probably not more than Michael because Michael really brought forth the wing scoring mentality where like that guy can truly be the greatest, right? But like he literally changed the game. Like now, thirty-five foot three pointers are not like a bad shot anymore. I saw stats because of that, st- like from even in the year two in two thousand, that the average amount of three shot a game was sixteen. You know what it is now? It's like thirty. It's thirty-six. Jeez. And that's because of Steph, more. in my opinion, 100% because of Steph. Oh, it, it is because of him. And Mike D'Antoni. It, it's a, it's not, yeah, dude, I was about to say the same thing. I was like, dude, the scoring offense just seven seconds, Mike D'Antoni in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also, like, you know, the big man becoming that. And in a way, you can thank Dirk for that. You know a little what I mean? bit, yeah. You know, yeah, you definitely. Know, it, honestly, dude, because, like, Dirk is true, you know, a top six scorer ever. Dirk, And he was yeah, a seven-footer that was a true – like, I know Bird was and everything, but we're talking since the 2000s. And, yeah, Bird was still, like, 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, like, yeah, we're not yeah. talking about a true – He's like, a wing seven-footer, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so keep going. You had Steph at three. Steph at three, and then, honestly, I don't – like, I don't think anybody sniffs him. Like, LeBron's impact was obviously huge because of his greatness, but as far as, like, the game itself, I don't think he affected – I do think, guys, we – could start seeing that in the future. Like guys like Luka Doncic, a wing playing point guard, like mm. Zion, that big physical guy. I feel like if he develops his skills, because I think he has like the right mentality of being a great unselfish player, he could turn into a LeBron type guy. Mm. A guy who's not necessarily a point guard, a wing player who's going to lead the league in assists as LeBron did this year. I feel I feel like that could start to happen because of LeBron. Mm. Just mm. I do think that those three guys, Steph, Kobe, and Michael, were the biggest impact. And honestly, like Aaron was referring to, I'm really show my five. Are your five? My my four and five. Yeah. I was only gonna do three, also, just because I was thinking like '90s, 2000, 2010s. Oh man, I had five. But <clears throat> we'll go ahead and roll up your five. five. Yeah, I'll do them quick because I don't want to like just ponder on yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. Just like mine are similar. Yeah. Number one, Jordan. Not even a question. Uh, number two is Kobe for me as well, just because what he did for you know there is bias in there. Of course there is. Yeah, but know? it's the Mamba mentality. I don't think it's too unfair. You know what I mean? But he literally was the second coming of Jordan, and mm-hmm. like, and he was huge. He stayed with the same franchise twenty years, and mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. he won the next person to three peat. And you know, what I mean, we got another one against the Boston Celtics just to add to that. You know that series or that you know what I mean that everyone wanted to see in the first place. You went to the finals with them two years in a row. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, you split. Yeah. But like you get my feel, you get yeah, where I'm yeah. getting from. So yeah, Kobe for sure. Three, just impact alone is Steph Curry for the exact reasons you said. Like literally, twenty more threes on average a game. LeBron is four, just because like the PowerPoint he perfected it. Mm. You know what I mean? They like some other people's might you can say kind of started it in a way, mm-hmm. but he perfected it to the point where he is also I would consider like pure basketball player. Yeah, LeBron. Everyone doesn't hold LeBron's jock in terms of pure basketball greatness yeah. in that sense. True. And then number five for me, and you guys, this is like kind of a debate, and this is why I want to put in, is Allen Iverson. Yeah, I, I thought you might throw that in there. Allen Iverson, because he oh, was that's the a first good point. Really true, good about that. true scoring point guard. Yeah, no, really, but not yes. even that. He brought swag to the league. Like, as much as Mike did. Oh, yeah. He's he was such a, a people they changed the, player. They, they changed the dress code yes. because of him. Yeah. Like, like, he was the first guy to wear that shooter nice, sleeve. Right? Yeah. That's no, a great that call. He he was the first him. guy to wear the shooter sleeve. He had his mama doing his cornrows like in the game. First like, guy, like everyone had their basketball shorts well above their knees prior to that too. He started the baggy sh- shorts too, like everything. He was super. Hanging out with rappers all the time. I mean, everyone was doing that too and everything like that, but it's just like rappers wanted to be him basically. You know what I mean? This guy was on the cover of every slam magazine, on the cover of everything. He was 
It he brought like more urban culture over. Yeah, to, like, oh, yeah. he made yeah, it. You know what I mean? Like he didn't. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't like Michael wearing the baggy suits, or he wasn't like all these guys now wearing their skin tight stuff. He walked in with his chains and mm-hmm. his baggy pants. Just kept just, him. Like, like he just him. he was him, and he was cool as shit. Like Allen Iverson, you guys know, is my favorite non-Laker of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also with that, like not just the swag, it's just the, but uh, only a hundred. He was the smallest MVP ever, six foot, uh, one sixty or one fifty eight. It was mm-hmm. like one fifty five. Yeah, some some crazy like that. And you guys um, know he was all like all state quarterback in high school. Yeah, yeah. seen his oh, football highlights. He's crazy. Oh, he'd be a hell of a. But football he was player. shifty, like on the kick return, but, he'd be returning punts. Yeah, but he wasn't a weightlifter. He he even said like I didn't weight lift weights; they were too heavy. That's no, I never seen like. Did you see his quote? Yeah, no, that's like he's like they asked him why he didn't lift weights. He's like that shit was too damn heavy. That was his thing. <laughs> like obviously, Allen, it's weights. But even more so, with just impact of the guy. game though is scoring point guard. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that was like a the lot first of people one. were like, "No, is he a two guard? Is he no? Yeah. This guy was a point guard because he had in the, he brought it up all the time. He was the point guard. He's six, you know, six foot guy. He's the you know normal size for a point guard. Mm. And now there's so many different amazing scoring point guards in the league. You know, mm-hmm. Russell. Dame, even Trey you know, Young, Steph, 30 points Trey per Young, game. yeah, like all these Russell's, guys that are yeah. just score first point guards. So like the influence of that is, I hand that to AI. Like that's a great them, call. I didn't even think about that. There's that not really any like pure point cards. Hardly, it's more. It's a more of a rarity to yeah. see somebody that's like pass first nowadays. Like you got Chris Paul, sure, but like I don't feel even like, like Luca is a point. You there's know? not gonna be a guy that averages like. 12 assists a game and like 13 points like that. Yeah, you know no what way. I mean? Like that's not really a thing anymore. And that was like all day back in the day. Yeah, Steve Nash won two MVPs because he averaged 11 and a half assists and 18 points. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that today's game. 15 points one time. Yeah, LeBron James is averaging 11 point like three assists per game and 28 points and he's not going to win the MVP. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's crazy. Absurd. Like you're going to give it to Giannis. Like anyways, that's me. Being- <laughs> that's just mad. So like I, 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 I think you guys got what I was asking, but like basically what I want, yeah, what I wanted was like somebody that just totally changed the game as what it was before they walked into the game, you know? And for me, MJ, of course, you know, in the nineties, he changed it up, right? You know, the eighties was a lot of pass first basketball, um, you know, just passing the ball around on the perimeter. And he was like that first in the post. And he was like that first ISO guy that was like, let put it all on me. I'm going to take the last shot. So that's why I picked Mike. And then in the two thousands, I don't pick Kobe because I feel like Kobe just kind of kept that trend and kept the torch of MJ. So I do put LeBron, you know, and I remember, and we all obviously remember this, LeBron getting so much pushback for not taking the last shot sometimes because he found a better shot, you know, and just being this big dominant guy and getting all that flack for, why aren't you taking that shot? So that's why I, I think LeBron changed the game a little bit more. And then, of course, Steph, definitely. I totally agree with if that. If you were to watch this last doc, and I don't mean to stop you right yeah, there, yeah, yeah. on this last doc, it showed Michael Jordan a couple times in the finals saying like, I'm a fine Steve Kerr. I'm a fine Paxson. I'm a fine yeah. someone else with that. So like, I agree with you. LeBron's more so. And you're right. I used to knock him all the time for that. You yeah, know, I was yeah. like, Kobe's taking the last shot. Even yeah. if there's four mm-hmm. guys on him. And I'm like, that's right. Because his balls are bigger than yeah, bowling yeah. balls. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't feel like you would like knock Michael as much if you watched this last one. I'm not saying you did. I'm no. not because you didn't. But I'm just saying like, you're praising Jordan for that. Or, I mean, you're praising Jordan. Uh, LeBron for that when Jordan in the last doc they praised him a lot for that. I wasn't. I was just saying that like I see I saw that he got a lot of pushback for yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm now and now people are like, oh, that makes sense. That's the smart play. Like he changed it up a little bit, you know, whereas Kobe just continued the path of greatness that MJ had. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like we've all said, Kobe's my goat too, you know, because I watched him, grew up with him, all that. But I think LeBron changed the game in a way that MJ did in a way that Steph did. You know, I'm sorry, but like I'm gonna take a line from Colin Cowherd here. Yeah, His sure. favorite quote is 
Magic Johnson and Larry Bird saved the NBA. Yeah. Michael Jordan made the league global. LeBron James made the league mobile. He was the first guy to just be like, mm. I'm going to go play with my friends and we're going to make a super team. That shit, w- that was more of like the that's Celtics. Crazy. Like, you know, the Celtics had their big deal. They traded for those two. Wow, I didn't really think that's nice. And that is the, good. Colin. And then he's like, Steph Curry made the game. He, he made the game a three point game. Those are the four See? biggest changes in the N- NBA history. Like, Magic and Larry saved it. Jordan made it global. My, LeBron made it mobile and Steph made it a three point league. And I hate this is another I want your guys' take on this. This is something that's always bugged me. Do you think like can I say this real quick too? Yeah, go ahead. Do you think like LeBron also gets credit for like having people be more on top of their finances as far as players and things like that or just being a, lo- a little bit more educated? No, I think that's just no? with the times. I don't think that's necessarily a result okay. of LeBron. I think people look up to LeBron for that. But know? here's but like, here's Oh, he's really smart. You know who's finances. like that? Who's like really like that too? Was Kobe's Shaq. that way too. Shaq. Oh yeah, bro. Shaq definitely. Shaq was like that. Like when he, I'm sorry, just to go off of that, but like, um, he because he said that I forgot the player that helped him when he first came to the league. You know, getting the initial money. He told me he's like, dude, he's like, save that and don't even touch it. And he's like, invest in stuff. And that's why Shaq is like one of the most well-renowned faces. He yeah. owns a, a trillion chicken and gas stations and chicken restaurants. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. All this other stuff, a bunch of Pizza Huts, Pizza bunch of Burger Kings, mm-hmm. all these things that he's owned. And, and the general just, commercials, like, the, yeah. you see those jeans. So you on. can't really test that to LeBron, in my opinion. No, nah, yeah. But, like, I'm just, just, and I'm not saying Shaq is that because someone helped in. Everybody always helps something. Yeah. But you're right. But, but, well, part do you know who was the opposite of that? It was Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bit, quick question. Do you think Steph Curry goes to the Warriors if LeBron doesn't go to the Heat? Or not Steph Curry, uh, Kevin Durant. Do you think Kevin Durant decides to do that if LeBron doesn't? Like that change, no, I don't dude. That's so. a that's a it's a really tough because like I'm on Kevin Durant's side with all this guys, and I and I am too. Why like, the hell not? I understand like the it sucks that he went to like the greatest team, but he saw an opportunity to be like, dude, is like I'm gonna go win some rings. What did LeBron go do? He went, he and went won some. But that's what I'm saying. If LeBron didn't pave that way, do you think KD? Would no, have done that's that? a good point. I mean, what, it's yeah. not like necessarily LeBron started big three because there's other big threes. But you're saying with his friends and want to go do something what he wanted to do. Just so happened his friends be D Wade and Bosch. Well, guess what? They're in the same draft class. They've been friends. Super team. LeBron gave everybody after him permission to go do whatever they wanted and to say, like, no, like I'm not gonna be on the side of the franchise. Like, I'm sorry, fans, if you're upset, but like I'm gonna do what makes me happy. And now any other NBA player can't really get that flack anymore. And he and was, LeBron led the way. That's a game changing exactly. moment. That was huge. Bro. He no, made right. the game you know, mobile. He yeah. made it okay for guys to change like that. And that's why I think he had a great impact. And I, the only reason I do think Kobe is over him, though, is because I think Kobe Bryant really instilled the hard work. Like, I, Michael True. Jordan, everybody worked hard. Michael and everybody worked hard. But Kobe Bryant lived that life. True. He was more about that than anyone else. And I think that that kind of was like the Mamba mentality. I think that has a great impact on the NBA today. I think a lot of guys definitely look up to Kobe for sure. Yeah. So, agreed. Yeah, like Trey Young said, like, you know what I mean? Kobe was my MJ. That's what a lot mm-hmm. of people this era is just like, yeah. we, like, even us, you know I mean? We didn't get to watch MJ. We can appreciate that his greatness is better than anyone else's, mm-hmm. but our MJ will always be Kobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, going off all these MJ, LeBron talks, all this fun stuff, ESPN decided to release something yeah. that was their top 10 Quite greatest irritating. NBA I they players did of all good, time. Except for a couple. Okay, so we're going to just go through the 10 real quick, and we're going to say our both, all three of our number one disappointment like deals on this and then our favorite ones on this i guess i don't know we'll just go through and we'll talk that's kind of what we do our number diaz shaquille o'quill <laughs> the big diesel superman the big aristotle he deserved to be in the top 10 in my opinion you guys oh, absolutely of course number nine the bean kobe bryant nine the disrespect number 
Disrespectful. Nine. Eight, Timmy Duncan. Oh, my God. Over uh, Kobe <laughs> and Shaq. Just throwing out. And number seven, Larry Bird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number six, <laughs> okay. Wilt yeah. Chamberlain. Uh-huh. Five, Magic Irving Johnson. Four, Bill Russell. Three, Kareem. Two, LeBron James. And number one, Bill Cartwright. Just kidding. Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to take the reins on this real quick. I'm sorry, but if you did a draft in NBA history right now, like you get to pick a guy on their prime, Tim Duncan's not going over Shaq or Kobe. Or Definitely not. Honestly, Larry Bird's not going over Shaq and Kobe. And <laughs> yeah, Bill no. Russell's not going over Shaq No, Bill Russell Kobe. shouldn't and be. If you're going to put real, Bill Russell on there, you better be 10. And for real, if you and for real, Wilt is not going over Shaq or Kobe. I'm sorry. No, Shaq don't. is a better center than Wilt. I don't care that I agree. Wilt played with a bunch of left-handed white dudes who were 6'5". Yeah. No, okay, sorry. That That's my right-handed. That couldn't. Use you guys want to talk a little about this? How do you feel about Tim Duncan be over Shaq and Kobe Lamar? That, I mean, like, dude, I've heard a lot. We've heard it a lot just because the Spurs have had some of the most winning seasons and all that and stuff like that. Great coaching, pop forever. Tim Duncan. I mean, dude, the guy did average five. Like, he averaged five assists, five blocks, like seventeen rebounds, and twenty-four points in the finals a couple different times. One Finals MVP. I understand he's won multiple MVP awards. You know what I mean? Like Tim Duncan's been part of some of the greatest teams too. But to have him over Kobe and Shaq is absolutely bold to me because, like, their primes I take over Tim Duncan's prime any day of the week. Shaq, the amount of dominance he, like, I didn't have in my top five and I felt foolish afterwards, like, straight up. Like, Shaq is so transcendent. He is the greatest, most dominant ever. ever. I know, like, Jordan had his reign, everyone, but, like, Shaq's little reign of dominance. Like peak, and if you talk, yeah, that's what I was telling Travis this on Saturday, right? There's no one that's like, that's it. It's weird because everyone was like, no, but Jordan, when he did, no, 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 Shaq, bro. Like Shaq, Shaq at his top? Oh my God. Shaq Are was you literally kidding? physically unstoppable. No one wants He's, a part of that. Shaq not is the most lick. incredible physical specimen to ever yes. have been born into the heat. This yeah. dude <laughs> could dribble pretty damn and well. And then it's LeBron, and, but number one is absolutely Shaq. To oh be a my seven God. Three, yeah. Three hundred pounds in that. But like, you see that highlight of him putting Carl Malone on the freaking body basket, just absolutely Carl destroying Malone him. Is yoked. Yo, like everyone's like, oh my god, what a stout freaking physical specimen in Carl Malone. You look like a child. That was embarrassing, Carl. What do you like, used to do to the, like uh, freaking uh, the admiral, dude? You oh, David Dave. Robinson. I used to do, there's so many highlights of him just putting his butt in David and him <laughs> falling over and typing on, on, on him. Not a layup. Yeah, like no. I'm putting my nuts on your head, and you're going to fall. Like, grow up. Like, that's horrible. And just the amount of athleticism. I know he didn't have, like, the all the handles, but he did in some he way. He kind of did, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Penaway, Penny Hardaway, came out in an interview, and they were talking about Shaq, and he was like, honestly, the first couple of years I was in Orlando, we would do wind sprints, and Shaq would win. Mind you, yeah. this is our seven foot two, three hundred and twenty pound, one percent body fat center. Crazy. Yeah. He was outrunning <laughs> everybody on the team. And the NBA, I think, has the best athletes in the world. Yeah. You can Maybe. Say just comparably in the NFL, but all being the same, this dude was the greatest physical specimen to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. And we have him at 10. Or, or be born. Like, realistically. Yeah. Who, like, who is more impressive than him that has ever been born? Because it's one thing if you're like a 6'1 dude that's just yoked out of your mind and can run a 4'4", four, four, but and you're 7 feet and you're winning wind seven sprints. 7'3", bro. Yeah, 7'3", and you're winning wind sprints against your 6'1 point guard. And you're funny. And you're typing and you can act. the funniest man in the world. <laughs> You're winning the wind sprints against the little guys, and you're putting your nuts on anyone you want that's also seven foot or above. That's insane, right? And doesn't matter how heavy you are, I'm gonna park my butt down God, into your so hip good. until I'm under the hoop. His and drop then set I'm gonna might put be the, like I know. Mask, like the, oh come on, the Kareem hook shot and everything, the most yeah. unstoppable thing. But like the drop step by Shaq, 
Good luck sure. stopping my job. Yeah, guys, we, we play, I'm gonna be right here, and there's nothing you can do. About like it. we yeah. play a lot of basketball, right? And I'm yeah. probably usually the biggest guy on the court. And the drop step is a hard thing to do, even against smaller guys. Shaq is not hard. Like the the his ability to use his hips and just move people that were Crazy. his not necessarily size, but somewhat comparable to his size. Yeah. It's like he's doing it against like six foot dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's insane. It's comical to watch. Uh, At least like 6'4". Yeah, like way smaller. Nobody sure. will impress you more than Shaquille O'Neal. No. And honestly, Kobe That's Bryant. Insane. Kobe Bryant has the second best highlight tape, in my opinion, behind Shaq. Just the footwork. From what I've seen, sure. Yeah, because yeah. Kobe Bryant, he, he, was, he, was the, he was the best bad shot maker in NBA history, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I agree. And That's you why know, he also has the most misses in NBA history. Because so. he takes a lot of them. Because <laughs> he took them all. But, you know, that lack of fear. But, you know, something else like... I don't like Bill Russell being. I knew. Forward. I knew you're looking at Bill. I was too. I mean, I get it. Bill Russell has like 11 titles, and you know he also, you know, dominated. Had like 20 rebounds a game for his career. Like I respect, but come on, you literally could put Javale McGee in Bill Russell's time, and he'd do the same, in my opinion. Of course, dude. That is some shit to think. Nah, about. I do better, think that. Bro. I, I like, do think that on. that like is re- legit. And just for that fact alone, it's like it's hard to take away from his greatness because that's the league he was in and he dominated. So props. Yeah, it's hard. Same yeah. thing with Wilt too. But Wilt like, was, I don't want to take too much from Wilt because Wilt was dropping fifty was and twenty five. Yeah, and he was you know he mean? went against he went against dropping fifty yeah. and twenty five. Jesus, age. and he went against Kareem a little bit. Too, yeah, like, I was about to say record. like he did play some good. So like you know, but Kareem also bitched him too a lot too. So but Wilt, but Bill Russell played on those Celtics teams that had like 11 they had like there was a, like three, 200 dudes in the league when Bill Russell played and like 11 of the top 15 players in the yeah and they're like 12 the teams total so yeah so I on. mean you want to know mine my little top 10 I like Jordan, LeBron, and Kareem. One, two, three. I'm cool with that. I'm very cool with that. Kareem doesn't get more as much respect as he should. He does. You think he should be higher? No, I'm, I'm. I like him at three. Oh absolutely. yeah, I love him at and, three. But like, it, I was lo- just uh, the the populace. You know what I mean? Generals, just society. They like, they, like they voted they always- Jordan. Like on the poll on Twitter, they voted Jordan as the greatest college basketball player. Are you shitting yeah, me? That yeah. means I know you didn't watch anything and you don't know anything. Yeah, that's a bunch of twenty-five year olds voting on Twitter. Yeah, they Kareem don't know what is about. the greatest college basketball player in the state. I think, I think we've talked about this. We did, but yeah. but like it's because Kareem was like a grump, you know, and he didn't play to the media, and he he had like that bad personality. Not bad personality, but he just wasn't. He was very introverted. Into, he was yeah, he was an introverted guy, and like that's why he always gets the knock, but. A lot of basketball, true basketball heads have Kareem at number one, legit. Dude, yeah, you know, number it's one not in question. scoring, it's, six MVPs. Yeah, let me tell. You, I know I told this story, but for you guys who didn't hear this story, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went because freshmen weren't allowed to play on varsity back in those. I was days talking number one in the NBA, but yeah, you're talking college. Now. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a freshman playing at UCLA, and UCLA just won back-to-back national titles, and Kareem was a freshman, and they went and scrimmaged varsity, and they beat him by thirty. Yeah. Like the freshman team beat the varsity team, who was back to back national champions. That's crazy. And Kareem was on the freshman, and they beat him by thirty. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, without a doubt, is the greatest basketball caller. Like not close. Mm-hmm. Like it's a mile. It's like Wayne Gretzky kind of a difference. Wayne yeah. Gretzky is like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar basketball. Kareem Gretzky has more points with just assists alone. That's something like that. Wayne. Yeah. Wayne That's Gretzky crazy. is number one in points or goals scored, and he's number one in assists. And if you were to add all his assists up, they're higher than the second most points scored. I think. Yeah, I think that's that was crazy. crazy. Thinking of, it, yeah. And you get yeah. one point per assist and yeah. three points per goal. Yeah, but if you add up all his his That's assists, crazy. he is he would be so ranked that means second he's all time. Three times. 
at least three times the amount of assists than anyone scored goals. Yep. He's the greatest hockey player. And goals. And like, it's, so stupid. it's like Tiger Woods of golf in a way. It's, it's, it's like not close. <laughs> All right. So like I do, I agree with Jordan, LeBron, Kareem. One, two, three. So they have Bill Russell at four here. I'm going to trade Kobe. Yeah, I'm going to put Kobe at, at my number four, and I'm going to put Bill Russell probably honestly out of my 10. To be honest, maybe sure we'll put him at 10. Then I'll keep Magic at five. I'll put Wilt at six. I'll put Shaq at seven, where Larry Bird is, and then I'll just move everything down. So Larry Bird would go to eight. Tim Duncan would go to nine. And I don't know who my 10 would be yet. Bill Cartwright? God damn it. <laughs> Ayo, I don't know. I'll Bill and Beer. Daniel loves Bill and Beer. I do like Bill, but. Did you ever watch that Pistons documentary about the bad boys? No. I hated Bill and Beer because of that. Really? He's, He's just a... kind of. Who was one of your homies back in uh, Iowa that loved Bill and Beer? I did. No one really did. I just. No one you likes had a Bill and Beer. Bill and yeah, Beer doesn't even like Bill I have a Bill and Beer. <laughs> Bill and Beer's wife doesn't even like He's Bill. Just Bill. Hard <laughs> He's just a hard His mom don't even like him. <laughs> That's just like. I just liked him. I don't know. Do you guys. What do you think about what I just said, though? Like, I mean. No, I liked it all. Like, we kind of. We did our top five last week. So, I mean, like, just not trying to go back on that. But. Yeah. Yeah, I have Shaq a lot higher. Um, I have Larry Bird pretty damn high. Bill Russell wasn't even sniffing mine. So, um, yeah. you know, I did. I think I didn't have Kareem in my top five, but I agree with theirs in the top three. You know what I mean? I can agree with someone else's, yeah. even if my list is differently. You know what I mean? I can agree with uh, how it, you see that. That's yeah, why it's exactly. a fun conversation. I know. Like, it there's is. no fact. Some people get really mad about it, but I can see. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like one of those. I'm like, I understand why you did that. Yeah, like people get really mad about a lot of things. Like, like I'll only you know, get mad like, if you try to put Carmelo Anthony in like your top five all time. <laughs> yeah, like, then I'll get be, mad. Dude, I had someone have, like, someone had a. Paul George in their top ten. I was like, Get the oh fuck no, out of me, dude. that had to be, he had to be under like. We must 17. not know much about sports, but I agree with you. It's like it, it like I'm never gonna be mad at somebody for putting Michael Jordan number one. I'm never gonna be mad at somebody for putting Kareem at number one. I'm also yeah. never gonna be mad at somebody putting LeBron. It's just like there's a consensus top six to eight. Like we all know who the greatest of all time are. Barring you know any something crazy, too, like AI said it. I'm sorry to cut you off. Like AI said, he's like everyone always talks about the greatest, and you know you just did your one, two, three. He was like, "Did everybody forget about Kobe?" Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot of argument that you can put Kobe up there with just the defense and like. And every analyst has always said that, and that's why I think it's so bold that they have him at nine. Like you guys talk him up that's crazy. so much, and like how much, like how can where you zap and consider it. Yet you release his top ten, and he's nine. You Bro, know, no, everybody did forget. Like that's that, what I'm that's saying. The crazy did, thing. and it's like no, AI no. is like it's how quickly as they forget. But because Kobe Bryant, before he tore his Achilles, he was the consensus second greatest player of all time. Yeah, no, literally, like everyone would have said that. that. That's the crazy thing. Everybody, it's just like I'm sorry, like you tore your Achilles and you had three, four bad, bad games on tape where everyone was on Twitter and Instagram and they could see that and they're like, this guy's all not all that good. And now all of a it sudden, tarnished him. All of a sudden, Tim Duncan's better than Kobe. Like it's, he was the consensus number two, hundred percent, totally. Agree. So I think it's absolutely bold that we leave him out of even the number one in a way. I mean, like I understand Sometimes. the Jordan, but like when he went to the Wizards, did that not tarnish it a little bit? I know he scored fifty there a couple. But times, there wasn't but social media, bro. That's the thing. I, that is, you know what I mean. Thing. And these kids are just so like so quick and on to the next thing, and like they just see the highlights and like you know they're like, ah, oh, this guy's not all that good. Why do they think this guy's a god? And Kobe, I mean, and it's just different, bro. Like that's what it is, really. It is a fun tr- conversation to have, mm-hmm. though. Every time, like I, I do, I, I, I encourage it. I love it. It's a conversation started with anyone that you do with friends or trying to make friends. I love it. But just for so you guys know, like I do have Jordan, LeBron, Kareem over Kobe and Kobe at four, and I feel like that's okay. You know, like that's great for Kobe. I'm not gonna disagree with anyone with yeah. that. 
with that, we are going to finish off our bracket that we've been doing or try to be doing with Hey-o. our greatest teams. And if you don't for if don't remember, I'll kind of do a little breakdown for you right now. Um, we had one versus eight, which was the 95, 96 Bulls against the, I'm sorry, 82, 83. Can you read what that says? 82, 83 Sixers. Okay. Okay. And then uh, three versus six, uh, 85, 86 Lakers versus the 0203 Spurs. 01 Lakers versus the 2012 Heat. And then we had the 86, 87 Celtics versus the 16, 17 Warriors. Just to keep it off, the we have the Warriors uh, matching up with the Lakers. 01 Lakers versus the 2016, 17 Warriors. That's our for championship, the championship game? best teams to play each other all time and with a little bit of matchup help, but greatest teams. And I'm going to go ahead and let Travis start it off. Is it going seven? First off, yeah, right. I think it's going seven. Me too. And I know this That's sucks. so hard. I know this is really, really difficult. As much as I don't think that the Warriors have an answer for Shaq, I don't think that the Lakers have an answer for KD. I think you're going to have Kobe on Steph. And then, like, I guess Rick Fox cover KD. Like, Robert, o- like, honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm going Warriors. Like, I'm sorry. Like, their depth is the stupidest depth in the world. Like they Warriors in seven, then Warriors in seven, and I, I I've taken Warriors, and I it sucks, but I'm trying to be an, as unbiased as I can. And like I look at Shaq, and yeah, he's crazy, but I just feel like the Warriors have guys to spare. Like you put Andrew Bogut on him, you can put Robert Looney on him, get your fouls, get your fouls, get Draymond, get they your got fouls. Sean, they got Iggy, they and got... then like I don't think offensively that the Lakers would be able to keep up with that three point shot that they're rolling with. So I'm That's I'm going thing, you know? I'm going. It's Warriors. hard to argue both ways, dude, because they like the Warriors defense was like so team based i understand but like phil jackson would be like would do everything in his power to get you out of that out of your comfort zone and get you one-on-one with someone you don't want to be one-on-one with mm-hmm. i understand the answer and just to be different uh i am gonna go like before i did argue with myself saying and i told you guys off mm-hmm. phone that i was gonna go with the warriors i'm gonna go lakers on this one uh, mainly because the shack is all the difference i understand like they'll do the hack shack and understand like that Listen, yeah. Shaq will make the free throws when he needs to. He even said that. This guy averaged 36, 38 in the finals with yeah, also yeah. with four blocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Two and a half steals. Like, this guy was a force. Like, he said, he's like, we're going to let Kevin Durant. You don't think Shaq would body the shit out of Kevin Durant, you know, if he tried to come into the lane? You know what I mean? This guy's going to impose his will. And then having Kobe, you know what I mean? Kobe in the finals, dude, this guy was still averaging 35 and everything, like 32, like, you have that second threat, and it's like it's hard to argue with not the three point, th- uh, you know, advantage that the Golden State has with Clay, Steph, and KD, and it's like it's it's, and I understand it. And I, you know, like I said, I initially had the Warriors, but I don't know. I just like Kobe, just having being Kobe, and that just like that persona. I think they would find a way, mm. and like it's kind of, and that's all I've had, and like that doesn't that goes against statistics. You know what I mean? I understand I'm not blind. I'm not dumb. I'm not stupid. I understand, like, statistics don't point that way at all, even in the slightest. And they were a really deep team. But, you know, in the finals, you know what I mean? Like, Jordan was playing 45 minutes. You know what I mean? These guys are going to be playing 45 Mm. minutes. Fuck your depths. You know what I mean? I'm taking that advantage away from you. So, I don't know. I'm going to go with the Lakers just to be different. You know, I mold this over a lot in my mind. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, Shaq's way better, but they got the three-point shot, and there's a lot of so so many factors, but I it also goes to seven. Yours went to seven, right? Aaron? Yeah, you said, and I pick the Lakers. 
And I picked the Lakers because I think that they have enough guys that can also shoot a three ball. Homers. No, not necessarily, dude. I just yeah. think, Absolutely yeah, trust. a little bit, sure. But, like, I also know that Robert Ory and Derek Fisher and, like, a couple of guys could be three-point specialists in the game today, but it just wasn't required of them in the two, early 2000s. And I know they could step up. And like Aaron said, you know, like, there is no answer for Shaq, of course, and Kobe's going to do his thing. Um, obviously, KD's going to do his thing, too, and same with Steph. But I just, when I saw... You know, this is a Kevin Durant list Warriors, of course. But when I saw LeBron and 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 uh, the uh, Cavaliers body him around and come back from the three-one deficit, I was like, "Ooh, okay, they don't really do good against the physicalness." And yeah, they were going like LeBron was getting to the lane with ease, and like you don't mm-hmm. think like you're gonna try, you're gonna hit Shaq every time. No, Shaq's gonna finish those. And like, they were knocking Steph off his. Block. Okay, but like, are you gonna sit there and condemn the Bulls without Michael Jordan for not being able to beat the Knicks, like? No, like Kevin Durant's the best player on that team. Like, I know it's hard. You can't necessarily compare them because that is not the same team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And where I'm at is, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I no, do no, th- no. honestly. I feel you. You and- you pull them out. Sure, Shaq and Kobe are better than the top two players on the on the Warriors. If you mm. want to say that, okay. But three is Clay. Four is Iggy. Five is Draymond. Like, mm. I just no, I, I feel like that depth is going to be too much for the Lakers to handle. And as much as like you said, the hack of Shaq, the three point game being a different animal when it comes to the contest I, I just i think that and plus steve kerr i mean i understand that phil jackson's the best coach of all time but steve kerr took over a team and they immediately went to the mm-hmm. finals five straight years like i do but think they that, were close and, we were and it's anyways and it's steve steve kerr like steve kerr knows what he's fucking doing no it's nice i'm just my argument more or less is like and i feel you it's just that do i think there's guys that are very capable of shooting a three-point shot on the early 2000s lakers that would be able to do it more at a higher clip Later, yes. If asked to, yeah. You know what I mean? And, I, and they I, just weren't asked to then. I just, I hate that argument. I'm not, I'm not yeah, trying I to be a dick. I that because that's different, uh, that's different it's offenses like, if you're exactly. going to go with that. So and everybody's like, like, with that. And everybody's like, oh, well, if you don't think Michael Jordan would have been a great three-point shooter if he came in the league? Like, we don't know. I'm sorry. Mm. That wasn't his game. Like, we don't know if Derek Fisher could be the same clip of a three-point shooter as mm. some random, like a guy like Harrison Barnes. Like, I get, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like in this, I feel like. I know you're not, but in a way, I feel it that you are. I feel like you're discrediting Kobe a little bit. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying I don't think that those first three P, the 01, 01, 1000, how do you say, the 2000, 2001 Lakers, I don't think that was Kobe's best Kobe. No, it wasn't. If it was the 2006 Kobe with the 2001 Shaq, sorry. That's different. No chance. Uh Yeah, That's where I'm at. So I feel like that's a big difference. That's where I'm at. I'm not trying to discredit Kobe at all. I'm just saying that I don't think he was his peak where I think Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, and for whatever it's worth, Draymond Green. I feel like those guys were their best. That's their best version, mm-hmm. and that's why I think that team matchup. I don't think that the Lakers would be able to, to be able to hang, just for that reason. And that's where I'm at. I want a Shaq documentary. Oh yeah, we're gonna get. <laughs> like, this is there's a TV be... show coming out about him. I know this is like way off, but like there's, he's having his own like live TV show. Which it's not like yeah, it's not NBA. It's just I like, don't really want to follow that, but like. Dude, I want a documentary of like honestly, what I want is like the transition from going to the Magic to the Lakers. I want to see that documentary. You didn't see that? What the Afrony Pan? The Magic Moment. This Magic Moment. It was a story of the Magic, like Orlando Magic with Shaq and Penny. And I know the whole documentary wasn't about it, but they spent like forty-five minutes on Shaq's transition to the Lakers and Anthony Pennyway, Anthony Hardaway. God, I can't say his freaking name. Penny Hardaway and his whole deal and how he tore his knee and how like. Uh, Alonzo Mourning got a $130 million deal from the Heat. And Shaq's like, oh, F that, because he only got $88 million offered by the Magic, and the Lakers offered him $121 or something like that. 
There was they they really dove into it, and Shaq was saying, "I would have went back to the Magic if they would offer me more money." It was perfect though, dude. Just his personality needed to be broadcasted, and they what it was. And I saw a part of something, not that whole documentary, and I'm mad, and I really want to watch that now. But I really want one specifically on going to the Lakers and like that transition. You know what I mean? I and then like him talking about the three P with Kobe. Unfortunately, we're not gonna be able to have Kobe's view completely. There's still That's some footage. Sucks. Still surreal like, to think about like Kobe's. It's just so weird. I know. I I can't think about it. It's weird because it's my screensaver and I think about it all the time. But it's like it's not real. Still, it's it doesn't it doesn't even make sense that he's gone. I I, I don't think I'll ever accept the fact that he is. There's some part of me that'll just be like, no, he's he's always at my. It's fingertips. Like, oh, Kobe will come back from this. He's always at Kobe my will come back from dying. He'll come know. back from it. Ah, dude, I don't know. Anyways, but like that, with though. Shaq though, I really do because Shaq is just a larger than life personality. He's like the most well known person next to. MJ in terms of basketball, in a way, yeah, you know what I mean. Some people know him for different reasons, yeah, yeah. But like, you get my point. I What's do that think one movie you had. Kazam, uh, bro. Kazam. I do think that this Michael Jordan doc is going to be like a Kickstarter for like documentaries. Oh yes, yes I feel I like a lot of documentaries, a lot, they're going to come yeah. from this. Like people are going to be like, "Oh, people love this, so we're going to start making a Kobe one." It's like, not going to be as big as this one was because one of the, at the circumstances. Time, and circumstance of time, and then I love that they're like. Listen, we're releasing that three months early for you, so you're welcome. You're gonna watch it, and then on top of that, we're gonna do it once a week, and you're gonna get two episodes. Dicks. So it's like dope, but <laughs> so it's like a full two hour game. Imagine watching a two hour game in a way. So it's like you're welcome for two hours of your Sunday. I know we have a couple games here at the back end of the pod, but like real quick, do you feel like even though everything about MJ in these documentaries was absolutely glowing, and there was no pushback on how you know there was no like. It was all good. No it blemishes. All, it was all good. No blemishes. Good job, Mike. Do you think that it it helped him, you know, in his race to be top ten of all time? Obviously, it was already was number one, or hindered him. You know, I think for the casual fan, it it immensely just brought him up again. Mm. And I think the majority of the world is a casual fan because, like, how many friends do we have that are nerds like us three? Not a lot. Like, guys obviously know who Michael Jordan is. Guys know who Kobe Bryant is. They know the greatness. But, like, as far as, like, nerd nerds, I feel like that's a very slim piece of the pie of sports fans. The majority of fans are the casual guys. And I feel like they're going to look at this and think, like, oh, yeah, Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. Like, that's going to be the mentality. And I do think that it it helped him. In my opinion, which isn't worth a lot, but I'm doing a podcast and I have a microphone (laughs) in front of my face, so I'm going to say. And honestly, it made me think nothing different. I didn't think less. I didn't think more. Like most of this stuff, I feel like I knew. Like I, you know, that's where I was at. I think that for a lot of people, it hindered his his their opinion on him because I saw a lot of NBA players on Twitter be like, "LeBron's better than this dude." You know, after a lot of documents. I don't know if you guys saw that a lot of times. I saw a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff from NBA guys that are in the league now, and I thought that was interesting. You know, so I think that it may have may have actually hurt him a bit, which is obviously not what he wanted. Um, putting it out at such a timely <laughs> manner, you know. I'm indifferent about like what. Uh, no, I'm not indifferent, dude. I think it helped him, especially because of what Dan, of what Travis just said, which just like the casual fan and just like people who didn't know him as well as like you know what I mean, like us for example. Like we didn't grow up with him. This is like you said, like this is stuff you already knew. I didn't know any of this stuff. You know what I mean? In a way, I understood like you know how greatness he was, but like the drama that came into a lot of it, you know what I mean? Especially mm. with him retiring a couple different times. And then he retired after this just to come out of retirement, 
a third time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just like there was a lot of drama. So like that's why it was just so compelling and I enjoyed it so much. Hindered him. Players already had their opinion in my what, what I'm saying, Daniel. But they just like vocalized it a they, little more. That's all like, it was. That's yeah. all it was. Maybe just that's because why. we have social media, bro. That's mm-hmm. all it is, is they can vocalize their feelings now. And it yeah. seems like, oh, people are coming out. No, they already had this thought. And they're just being able to say it out loud. They feel like they have a right to say something about them now because this shit's coming on. But it was like, you know, Travis, you made the argument. It was like, this is more of just like a Jordan, docu- uh, Jordan documentary and that he's insecure of like losing his top spot. I don't think so at all. I don't think like uh, like his insecurities were not were obviously showcased in this, but I don't think his like you're you're. I think you personally think you read a lot into it because we talk about it so much about who's one and two with LeBron and everyone has such a passion for it that you think that it bothers Jordan that everyone is starting to say that LeBron is the number one. No way. In my opinion, like, I know, like, you think that he's insecure, and that's why this documentary came out early, and it was, like, he released it after the Cavs won in 2018, you know what I mean? And then LeBron came out and said he's the greatest, and so, like, there's things that literally point to that, I understand, but I, in my heart, and this is just my opinion, like I said, I have a microphone on my face, that's why I'm saying this, my opinion, I don't think that. I think that Jordan is that just great of competitor, he's been working on this, it was just, like, you know, they said they were going to release this a while ago, but uh, I loved it. I love that it like made Jordan look good. You know what I mean? Because like, what do I want more bad shit going on? Like you guys yeah. aren't saying that it was real or anything. Like I wanted no. to see some bad stuff. You wanted to see because in my way, when you said that, Travis, I was like, you're kind of sounding like a LeBron guy. It's like you want something to hold on to so you can hinder his hinder him somehow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I want to be able to take him down or like and put LeBron over him and you're trying to look for that in a documentary and it never came and because they were you like you said, like I feel like because it was made by Jordan's people, it was just to make him look good. And I understand where you're coming from with that, but I love that they did that in a way. I love Jordan and he was a bigger than life figure and more than we'll ever see again in my opinion. Honestly, I don't think there's anything be as bigger in terms of sports. And so I, I loved it for that reason too. Some things I really loved is that um, last week when MJ was t- getting a- emotional at the back end of episode nine, I love that he did eight, eight or nine. Seven, I think he did two, and I'm so sorry. He did. Damn he it. did it too at the very end. He was like, when they asked, was when like, they were do doing you doing the poem? No, 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 yeah, kind of. Was like, no, before that, he's like, do you think you would have won seven? He was like, when he was saying, like, I bet he would have seven or eight, year. seven. No, well, just saying, run it back again. Oh yeah, he was uh-huh. saying it's like if, if I bet you Steve Kerr would have signed a one year, I bet you Scotty mm. would have signed a one year, I bet you Rodman would have signed one year, I would have signed a one year, Phil would have signed a one year, yeah. we would have ran it back. You don't think if you would have put down a table that they would have done it? I was like, and he started like tearing up and mm. getting choked up. He's like, I bet you that they would have, and it was just like, damn, dude, this guy was just like truly believed. He was like, he said that he was mm. at his peak. He said that he was at his mental and physical peak at age thirty five. Sounds feasible. What LeBron was at, like, dude, this guy just won a title at 35. You know, LeBron was on his way, too, and I agree with that. But he felt that he was at his mental peak, too, like LeBron is right now, too. LeBron is at his mental peak. Yeah. And so, like, if Jordan's saying that, I fully agree with that, and I just love the passion. Like, you're saying that he was started crying at the end of seven or eight. Yeah, what I was going to say was, like, yeah, like, people were giving him flack about, you know, he thought he was going to get, a lot of people were going to hate him for bashing on his teammates, whatever, and he's like, no, like, 
I, you know, I ran, I had already won three in a row. You know, I had all these guys that had never won one before and they didn't know what it took and I had to test them and prove them. And he's like, don't think for one second I wasn't doing, I wasn't asking anything of these people that I wouldn't do myself. And they showed them being first in the wind sprints and they showed them taking the, getting the shots up when the freaking lights are out and like just doing the most. And like for him to get emotional, and I said this last week, but 25 years later, whatever it's been, 30 years, that was really, really cool for me. I really appreciated that out of him, you know. Um, but like what we're what I meant was the part I didn't like was when, you know, they did beat the Lakers, um, for him to get his the first one off of his the his first chip. When they lost the first game, we had two dudes go down, arguably our second and third best player, and there was not a lick of mention of that. That's weird, right? They didn't say anything. That's bizarre to me. And all of a sudden you won the next four, right? This is where that was weird. No, you're right. Aaron, so that's Aaron, what I'm saying. And I, I get what you're saying. I and I I did put Michael as my greatest when we did our thing last week. And I understand where you're coming from, but I feel like the true story of a hero is the combated parts in the beginning, and then the redemption. I think LeBron has that, and I think Michael has that. What I don't like about this is how they didn't even bother to sniff on those parts where he was down. I feel like the whole story was about how. See, I disagree. I thought they did. I thought they touched on that pretty like not a lot. Yeah, I agree, but I thought they touched on it enough. But like they didn't bring up like Daniel was talking about, like Byron Scott and James Worthy, arguably our first and our third best player being hurt for that whole series. They didn't talk about when Gary Payton switched on to him against the the Sonics when they were up through and they immediately won two games. Michael Jordan laughed about it, like, okay. And then when they talked about the whole gambling thing, they just said him and David Stern said, Oh, that didn't happen. And it was like, okay, everybody just believe him. They didn't talk about that. And then the last part of I had something else in my head that kind of bugged me, but I don't remember what it was. But I'm just saying, like, there's nothing wrong with, with showing like, a blemish. Like, yeah. nobody is perfect. It's and actually better. It makes it better. I feel like they did throw blemishes, though. That's the thing. What was know? like? What was the blemish? Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? They just, were they were they were bringing up controversy that everybody had already known and media had already put out there. And then they were just shutting it they down. They brushed it off and laughed. That's why the only reason they brought stuff up was so that they could absolutely just shut it down. And I feel like that was a mistake. You know, like that's that's my opinion. I, you know, they brought it up just enough to be like, no, this is not why this was not a thing at all. And David Stern's like, no, that's a joke. And da da da. You know, like that's what I think. Yeah. And, and they I, brought it up to say, hey, yes, we understand that happened, but here's what really happened. Are we sure? And if, we, and if they would have done a documentary without it not being made by Michael Jordan's people, I think it would have touched on that more, which would have made a funner story. Yeah. I, it still wouldn't have affected, like I said, I'm indifferent about this documentary when it comes to his all-time greatness. I think he stays the same for me, and I don't think that it hurts or benefits him, but I do think that if somebody other than Michael Jordan's people would have done it, that it would have been a better documentary. I do. I'm not saying it was bad, but I think it, it would have really been better. Good, it would really have good. had a better. It would have had a better arc. I feel like they just every time that they lost a game, it was somebody else's fault. Scottie Pippen having a headache every time that this happened. Like it was. Oh, they kind of just brushed over it real quick. Or like Daniel said, anytime controversy came forward, they shut it down real quick, laughed it off, and we were just supposed to expect to believe it. Like it's okay for you having blemishes. Like you're not Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was though. He, <laughs> he was though, and I feel like they were trying to push that that he was Black Jesus, which is dude, cool, he, dude. He was to everybody though. That's why it was like. That's why I think it's like his the argument for the greatest ever will never be anyone else because of what he did at the time. He was Black Jesus, bro. 
Yeah, he was. He, he was. He, he was, was the dude. ultimate alpha dog, and it was cool. I think like today's day and age, people like to see somebody have a shortcoming and and to see them overcome it and be like, "Wow, I have a shortcoming too." Like, you know, it's just it's what people like. I, I was listening to a podcast on the way here. And this guy, he has a business, and he was trying to put up a front, like, oh, I've been doing really good in business. And the other guy's like, well, like, what happened? Like, you see, he's like, to be honest with you, you seem like you're really cocky and, like, you have an ego. Like, not talking smack, but he's like, don't, like, sell yourself super high. Like, be honest with yourself. And then he's like, dude, I've never said this before, but I had a five-year heroin addiction from 18 to 23. And the other guy's like, bro, that is your strength. He's like, you know how many people are going to listen to you before me because you had that and I never had that? He's like, that is an absolute strength to have something that you overcame. 99.9% of people that have a heroin addiction or whatever it may be are never going to overcome that. That's freaking amazing, and I'm so proud of you that you did that and did that within 5,000 of my listeners that listen to this. You know, and like, I just wish that Mike would have embraced some stuff because there's some stuff and that he could have embraced and it would have just been better. Like. That's me, but not everyone thinks that way. At the same time, it wasn't it. a full Michael Jordan documentary. It was supposed to be just about the last dance. You're right. It was. I know, bro. Way, we're nitpicking I mean? hard. We're, we're nitpicking hard. And yeah, it, we it really, really was are, about dude. the 98 team. Yeah. You know they, I mean? yeah all, we always... knew a lot about everything else, but it was supposed to be about just that year. And so like, we're reading way too much. I feel you. I feel you. But all that being said. Who's got some juegos? We got three juegos. Oh. I got two Aaron's. Got one. Daniel's, Daniel's got zero. Out. Fernando, pinch it out. Hurry up, man. You're playing. <laughs> You want me to go one sounds going to Super Bowl. You want to sandwich it, Migo, you go, Migo? Yeah, since Daniel doesn't got a game, go for it. I was trying hard to think of one. <laughs> Okey dokey. See what it happened was. What? Fernie. Fern. You dead, man? You dead, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> lucky egg, right. man. I really want Fernie to be a part of my Uberfax game, so I'm going to go ahead and skip that one till later. So what I got is a top 10 game. So, Daniel, are you listening? Yep. Aaron, are you listening? I'm listening. I'm okay. excited. So like we might have done this game before. That's hilarious. But what I'm going to do is the top, <laughs> 10, the top 10 all-time leading passing touchdown guys. Passing Who's throwing the most touchdowns in NFL history? Top 10. Oh Daniel's growing it, so you're going to go first. No, I want to go first. Oh, okay. Gosh, I'll go with uh, big homie uh, Drew Brees. <laughs> he's not on the list. Holy shit. Let me start over. Just kidding. He's number one. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. He has 547. Number one on the Scared list. Me. Peyton Manning, bro. Peyton Manning is number three on the list with 539. Fernie. Oh, God. Sorry. Dropping the Fernando kids off at the pool. All right. He gets, he gets an automatic win. Back to you, Daniel. Automatic win. Automatic win for this no. round. I don't like that at all. Fernie, we will wait. We will let I him lose. I don't care. Wipe. We will let him lose. Wash your hands. Do you guys remember when the Lakers traded Vlade Divac for Kobe Bryant? For the pick. How crazy. I think we won that Dude, trade. what's even crazier is what, like, I didn't, I guess I didn't know this as well, is, like, when the Lakers got Magic Johnson and then also James Worthy. Pistol the Pete. Like, that's crazy. Two first-round picks for a 35-year-old. That's, yeah. like, and then, like, literally made a rule that, like, yo, you can't do that shit no more. It's like, you start dynasties that way. Yeah. All right. Hey, Fernando. Most touchdown passes in NFL history. We already got Drew Brees one and Peyton Manning number three. Brett he says Brett Favre, who is number four with 508. Nice. Back go, to you, Daniel. Tomas uh, Tomas Brade is number two with 541. Hey, yo, so, so we got, got one, the top two, three, four. four. Five. Going with Dan. Danny's number five. I'll go. Five. It's not your turn. No, it's oh, shit. Dan Marino had 420. Wait, 
Shout hey, out. Nice. Sorry? Top four. We have or top, top five, five right now. Already. Drew one, Tom, Peyton, Brett, Dan, and number six. <laughs> Bart Starr is really good, man. Bart Starr, man. That guy could throw a football over the mountains. <laughs> Roger Stabback, that guy's really good. He <laughs> <laughs> could really invest in real estate. <laughs> Don't overthink it. <laughs> okay. Three, four to the last five are all played this last year. Four to the last played five. Yeah. There you go. That's kind of crazy. Wow. Um, Who's been in the league? All time passing touchdowns. Philip is number six. Right Phillip's behind Dan Marino, you guys. Just Am I on there? Am I next now? No, Aaron, you're not on the top ten. No, I'm not. Shut, shut. <laughs> Philip Rivers is six. You tell me. <laughs> Philip Rivers is six. Six. We still got seven, eight, nine, ten. No, it's, no, it's Daniels. It. I'll go Put your with... phone down, cheater McGeeter. No, no, I was looking on Instagram. I don't care. Get off Instagram. Oh, that makes it better. <laughs> Quiet. You guys are really loud. Turn it down. Number friend. seven, eight, and nine is These guys are freaking blowing Let's my go, ear Dan. holes up. I got the big homie, Big Ben. Ah, oh, damn, that was mine. He is number nine with 363. Uh, we got three more. I know another one that's for sure, Mies. Dude, I'm going to go with some uh, that guy. Uh, no, he's Joe not Montana. on the list. Joe Montana's also not on the list. Oh, the first one out. Fern, Joe Montana. Man, Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> he played linebacker. <laughs> Fern, who you got? Three out of the last, two out of the last three played in the league last year. Dude, oh, come on! I'm mad that I'm not in this game. I don't Five, know about anything up here, four, two of the last three. Three is two. Last year. No, he's oh, not no on. No way. Then you get one right. You're the big queener. Shit, <laughs> the big queener. There's no way Donovan will be on there. Okay, okay, I know. Who? I know. Uh. Matt Stafford. No! Eli, isn't it? Eli Aaron's back He played off? last year. Eli, Eli played last year. Oh, I was thinking he was Eli. drafted with Big Ben and Phillips. So I was so like, this guy's I, been in the league and the Super Bowl. So, so Fern? Oh, no, I'm not back in it. I lost. Guys. No, you guys all lost that round. We're so you're back, back in. in. Oh, that's nice. Fern, you got to get one or you're out. It's not McNabb. <laughs> Fern, pick Eli. No, just kidding. You can't now. Right? There's two more. One is in the league right now. Bro, I already know who it is, too. Five. His name is in this room. Four. Three. Man. Two. One. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is number His eight. His name is in this room, Aaron. <laughs> Daniel, there's one guy that you're not going to get. See if you can get him. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. That's confident. Five. John Elway. No. Damn. Aaron. Five. Was that a good guess though? No. You, guys are, you guys don't like that? I like it. Touchdowns? I'll, I'll give you touchdowns? guys a hint. Yes, I would need one. He played for the Vikings. Sick freaking hint, bro. You don't know. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> five. Four. Cunningham? No. Five. Four. It's the guy that went to the Super Bowl four years in Ireland. Three. Two. What is his name, though? I don't know his name. Whoa. Fran Tarkenton. Oh, I didn't know that. Nope, didn't. Sure didn't know that one. Duh. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> like you tried. Was like, he was number 10 with 342, so we don't really have a winner in that game. No one really exceeded. I won. All right, fine. Aaron is the big winner. <laughs> All right. What's your game, Aaron? I know. I have to go back to it. I'm mad at that. Daniel, get back. He says he's Oh, uh, man. What do you got? Oh, okay. Uh. Highest scoring 
fantasy football campaigns all time. So like I thought like look final uh, like fantasy football points scored in one one season most all time. How far back do we go? That's what I was gonna go right when I was looking at it. I thought it went back to just the two thousands. However, there is one that is in like nineteen seventies. Okay. So that's my one hit. There's only one that's in the 1970s. Which so is I have, nice. do we have to do the year? No, you do not. Okay. You do just have to do the player, Daniel, since you weren't here. Top 10 fantasy seasons. I Play, think just, I, like, who's, just who's, campaigns, one season. What, like, what player had the best campaign season? So just think of the best seasons of all time. Some of them have been pretty recent. Can I ask like a, a one question that'll give us all context? Is it like a lot of quarterbacks? No. No? Okay. Not a lot of quarterbacks at all. Why is that? Uh, like no they way. average like 25, 30. I got a quarterback that I'm going to do. Okay. All right. So we're going to uh, go uh, ahead and start off with uh, start off with Travis. Lamar uh, Jackson. Lamar Jackson is on here. Dang. I'm going to find the number of what he was, though, because number five, 415.68 oh. points. That is number five. That is last year. Burn. Abby. Uh, Thanks, Jeff. Mahomes is on there at number four. You said Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes was on here. Let me get back to him. Uh, he was not as high as I thought he was. I hate number you. six. 2018, though, when he had 50 touchdowns, one MVP, 417 oh. points. Okay. LaDainian Tomlinson. Number one, yeah. LaDainian Tomlinson. It's in 2000, Nailed it. 2006. 481 points, bro. That's when he uh, broke the, you know, 28. Yeah. He had 28 touchdowns, 1,800 yards. So. 1,800 yards, 28 touchdowns. 31 total. And he caught 56 passes for 500 yards. And he had two or three passing with another touchdown. Just in case you're wondering, he averaged two touchdowns a game. That's okay. 33 That's touchdowns. Marginal. He finished with 33 touchdowns. Yeah. I'm so going to go one. with 2005, Sean Alexander. What? Nah, what are you sir. talking about? What are you scrolling for, Avi? He's not on there, bro. Are you, you sure? Suck again, dude. He's not on. Way there, to be bro. trash at life. Sorry, Travis. That's gay. God, yeah. Fern. There's still some pretty recent ones. Yeah, Fern. Who do you got? Oh, I got a couple. I got one too that I thought Sean Alexander was obvious. Bernie doesn't have a mic, so we just go silent there these times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to talk for him. He said, what's his name? Julio. Julio. I, I'm be honest with you. I didn't see him on here. So Julio Jones. Just double check. Negative, senor. He is not. All right, Daniel, for the window, there was. We're all back yeah. in. Get off your I phone. Think I, I'm on my. He's what not, are you talking he's about? Not all right, phone. fine. I have two people. Well, name I, one I don't of them. know which one I want to pick for as the definitive. Just do but it. But I think that. Go with your gut. My well, my gut was one, but then I decided this was better, so it's not really my gut. But I got Peyton his his Denver year. Peyton That's the probably on yeah. his Denver Peyton year. Peyton Manning? Yeah. Denver year. Or does any Peyton? Nope. Oh, really? Nope. So all you guys God, are back that's in frustrating. It. Okay, Michael Vick. Why was Peyton on this Denver year not? Michael Vick. Michael not Vick on with here. the dude, Eagles. Like, there's not a lot of quarterbacks on Bro, here. Bro, this is crazy. You okay. guys literally then named I know, two of the three I, quarterbacks on here. All right, you're out, Travis. Boom. Fern? Turn, I, I know in who's it. in there for sure. And I should have picked this. Who do you say? Le'Veon. Le'Veon's not on here. Okay. All right. I know which one. Who? Marshawn. No way. Come on. Not even close. Come on, baby. Wait, Marshawn who? Lynch? No oh, way. Marshawn Lynch? No. Not oh. even close. What are you talking about? I okay, thought he could. Randy Moss. 
Randy Moss is not on here either. What? You guys suck, dude. Can I just kill it now? Yeah, we yeah, all suck. Kill it. Are we doing it? So we had LT number one. Number two, Priest Christian Holmes. McCaffrey. Last year. Last year. Damn. 471 points, bro. Literally 10 points behind oh, LT. Is Matt Forte on there? Because he was. A, no. He caught a lot of balls. No, he wasn't even close to that. No, he McCaffrey, could. bro. 471 points. And with the touch. Number three, Marshall Falk. Mm, okay. 459 See, bro, points, that's bro. crazy. Like, he had 1,300 uh, rushing, 80, 830 receiving on 81 catches, and he had 26 touchdowns. Wow. Mm. He was averaging 32 that year. That's really good. Number four, Priest Holmes. I was thinking Priest Holmes. Mm. Priest but I thought Holmes, Sean Alexander bro. would be over 440, him. bro. This guy killed it this year, too. Like, he had 1,600 yards, 21 touchdowns, 70 catches for 670 yards, three additional receiving touchdowns. He was killing it. Lamar Jackson, you guys got. Patrick Mahomes, you guys got. Jerry Rice. Come on, guys. Oh, my God. Okay, but, yeah, but Randy Moss look. had more touch. He broke his touchdown record. Let Apparently, it was enough. He had 122 catches this season for 1,800 yards and 15 touchdowns. That's crazy. Yeah, Travis. <laughs> That's Come on, dude. Number. You didn't guess what that? Cal- <laughs> is Calvin Johnson on there? No. Shit. I'm about to give you guys the last ones. OJ Simpson, 1975. That was the 75 oh, one. God. I know. I told Perfect. you guys we are going to get that one. <laughs> oh, I told you there yeah, was he, one. Yeah, he got, he got a 30 points per game for each head he chopped off. <laughs> Is that not funny? Wow. <laughs> it's a little firm. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. uh, Emmett Smith, number nine. He had 1,700 yards, 25 touchdowns, 62 catches. So I think the catches is what the biggest thing is you guys didn't yeah. account for. Yeah. On uh, the number 10, I guess not, is Steven Jackson, 2006. Oh, no Bro, he was, yeah. He was a dog. I mean, for the Rams, oh, they were really bad. Catch. He had 90 catches that year. Jesus, that Steven? was wrong. He was he had, their whole offense. No, literally. Yeah. 90 catch. He had How many thousand yard rushing seasons did that guy have in a row? Like, probably like 10. To yeah, 10. I think it was nine. Crazy like that. I remember that. Nine? Dude. On a really bad team. Like, the Rams were not what they are. Well, Peyton they Manning was an honorable mention, though. With, and Randy Moss oh. was. Uh, Jamal Charles did, was. Did and Peyton Manning Brown. throw for like 60 touchdowns? He threw for 55. 50, 55, yeah. and we're not on there, guys? Okay, well, because cool. they're only like four points or something. But oh, that was just God. like, okay, so Sammy, this is the reason I even thought about it. Sammy hit me up. He's like, yo, what are we having the draft this year? Because it's 11-year anniversary of our draft. Uh, it's going to be hard to kind of get people together. We're going to have to do the video. We did video chat before. But, uh, dude, this draft this year is going to be freaking wild. Dude, Sammy's already doing mocks and everything. But I feel like Sammy's even said it too. If you do too much, uh, too much research, it's going to... You overthink it. You overthink it a lot of times. I think the best fantasy drafts I've had are the ones where I auto drafted. Dude, I auto drafted <laughs> the first couple of my picks and it like it worked out and I was like, God damn it. I auto drafted in my in one in my uh, work work league the whole thing. Auto drafted yeah. and, and won I won, it. dude. Oh, no. <laughs> I won. How annoying I was like, is that? Oh, dude, I'm that so might sorry. be the move, huh? I knew it was funny. I told my boss, I was like, hey, he draft for me. He's like, yeah, yeah. And then apparently he got drunk the night before the day of and he didn't even draft for himself. And I was like, Oh, thanks, dude. But I had a Pretty solid draft, dude. Oh, nice. dude. I'm excited for this year's draft. I don't know where we're doing it, but poof, I'm excited for draft season. We're going to have to do a mock draft here soon, dude. Probably going to do it on Zoom, boys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, all right. So we got one more game to wrap up tonight. What I have is the wonderful Uber Facts game. Hey, oh, love this game. So I got four facts, and I need each of you to tell me which one you think the lie is. Okay. I'm going to give you four facts. One Wait, is not three true. Three truths and a lie? I'm not giving like you two. four facts, and one and is not it? true. Okay. The other three obviously are. Got it. How many of these do you have? Four. Four facts. One is not oh. true. Oh. What oh, is just it? once, oh. though. I don't know. 
Go for it. Just come on. What are you talking Thanks about? You energy, I'm going to tell you the four, and then each of you. No, give we're me excited. One. We're excited. Okay, I don't get what the problem is. Okay, me neither. Fact number one: Before the orange, the color orange was called red. It was originally called red. <laughs> this is why people with orange hair are called redheads. Uber facts number two: mm. Only four people have been to the Challenger Deep. The Challenger Deep is the deepest part of the ocean. James Cameron, the maker of the Titanic, is one of them. Uber fact number three. God damn, he's like, I'm supposed to know this shit. The longest time between like two ten, twins being born, the longest amount of times between two twins being born is 37 days. Wow. These and number four. Facts. I love it. Mike the headless chicken lived without a head for 18 months. Oh, Lord. Which one of those is not true? What was true? he doing without a head? Was he eating? <laughs> How did he do that? So you guys got it. Number one, the color orange was originally red. Number two, James Cameron is one of four people to be the deepest part of the ocean. Number three, the longest time between twins is 37 days. And number four, the headless chicken lasted for 18 months. Fern, you want to start? Which one do you think is the truth? Which one do you think is the lie? I'm sorry. Is this like the, this is it? That's, this is the game? This is the game. This is, this is it. Oh, dude. That is I'm tough. go with B. Which is the, the deep ocean, yeah. It. Okay. Dude, you picked the ocean one with James Cameron. I was seeing that one too, just because it sounded just so random. That's like this. He's gonna mess with our heads and just pick that one because it just sounds so blase. But I think it's gonna be like the chicken one because it's gonna be like twelve months or six months instead of eighteen months. So you got the chicken, you got James Cameron, Daniel. Which one's the lie? What aside from the redhead? What, what was the the fourth? The one? other one was the twins. Thirty seven days. days apart. Watch it be like twelve days or something. Thirty seven minutes or something. <laughs> All right, I'll pick the old twiners. The twinner ones. Yeah. All right, so. You guys were all smart to avoid the redhead one because before the yeah, orange, really the red. reason the color orange was changed to orange from red is because of the fruit, the orange. So they decided to switch it because it was called an orange before the color orange oh. is called orange. So that one is correct. Bars. Okay. Bars. <laughs> Fernie, you are out. James Cameron <laughs> was one of the... Yeah. Damn James it, Cameron was... <laughs> See, you know what sucks? He could have got me or Travis out, but he decided to get you. James Cameron oh, was sucks. one of the only of the four people to be the deepest part of the ocean. Oh, yeah. Lord. So it brings us down to the last two. It's either Aaron with the headless chicken hey. lasting 18 months or Daniel with the twins. One of those is a lie. I'm very impressed. And the winner is it is Daniel. Hey, nice. oh, everyone was upset but about for the it. wrong Why? reason. The longest time between two twins being born isn't 37 days. 45. 87. Wow. Yeah, why? 80, because she just never, it came, one came out early. It was a premature birth or whatever, and the next one came out 87 days later. How long did that chicken live for? 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> Mike the chicken. That was what his was name he was doing? Mike. How did he eat? How did he do know. anything? They probably helped him. <laughs> That's I was gonna say they probably like did Fed something to, like it's just kind of fun, dude. Let's see how long <laughs> this can go. Let's see how long you can go. Yeah, God, what sick people, dude. Well, that's it for the week, friends. Well, guys, that was it for the Jordan that was Doc fun. too. Yeah, dude, uh, Jordan Doc was great. I'm gonna, I might even rewatch it. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm like all the way it. through just to do it again. Yeah, because I feel like I missed some things that I didn't watch all the way. Also, Avatar, man. If you guys Ooh. aren't watching it, Avatar Last Airbender Get is on Get on your there. shit, bruh. Watch that if you haven't. If you have, I'm sure you have. Watch it again, dude. It is so good. I love it. I'm Absolutely. probably going to go watch that right now. Absolutely. Well, everybody, are we all wrapped? All right, all right friends. Have a good summer. We'll see you soon. Hey, sports will happen soon, guys. Just uh, hang, tight. hang in there. Hang in there. All right, guys. See you all next right, week. Later.